0: Welcome to There is an Angel for That. Over the next hour, Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson will help encourage you to explore your spiritual side to achieve transformation by delving into the spirit realm of angels and archangels.
1: Now, here is Yvonne. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the show, There is an Angel for That. My name is Yvonne Cote. I am your host as well. Joining me is my amazing co-host, Carolyn Dickinson. Hello, Carolyn. And how are you doing today?
2: Hello, Yvonne. It's so nice to see you again. I'm very happy to be back here and be back at There's an Angel for That.
1: Me too. Yes. How's your summer been going so far?
2: You know what? My summer has been so incredibly busy. I've started a new job. I'm taking classes. I just got back off a spiritual retreat. You name it, I'm working on it.
1: Right. But you. Same going for me, lots and lots and lots going on. And so that's another thing just to mention to the to the listeners, we haven't um, actually recorded a, a podcast here for a little bit, but things have been busy, but Carolyn and I have a lot of fun and new exciting things going on. But I am glad that everybody's here joining us now. And Carolyn and I have so many fun things to talk about.
2: That's right. And I know that you've been incredibly busy too. So Talk to me or tell me some of the things that you've been working on lately.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, for me, Carolyn, um, and and I know we've talked a little bit about this on our podcast before, you know, about having a balance in your life, like work, life balance and spiritual hygiene. And for me, it was getting to the point where I am very busy and I absolutely love, 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 love what I do, um, but just found I was getting really, really busy and I wanted to shift and change In what I was doing. So I can still do all the same amazing things, but maybe do it in a different way. And I don't know about you, Caroline, but sometimes for me, when I get those um, nudges uh, from my team up above, and they're like, you know, Yvonne, maybe we can do things a little different. And I think this is a really good thing to even talk about with the listeners today about, you know, when you're busy in life and you do get nudges and you do feel called maybe to do something else. But I know. Uh, First time just by myself, it's, oh, but I can't because I got to get this done and I got to do this and I have to do that. And, you know, I got to the point where I was just so busy doing things and trying to keep up with readings and helping people. I wasn't helping myself. Right. Ah, And I was really busy. So the self-care piece and just having that time to make sure my health was okay and I was looking after me. So yes, I decided to do some changes and switching things around. I'm going to switch more into a signature program style where I have group things happening. So you know I'm not I'm not doing so many individual things all day long. And I think that's really, really important thing to do. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving the change. I'm loving the shift. And I just feel like it was time for expansion and growth.
2: I think that's wonderful. And I I do know that it's easy when you love something to be over-involved with it at the same time. It's easy to have it just like take over your life where there isn't that balance and so for me, even though I don't have kids at home, I'm, I feel an awful lot like a working mom in that I'm working. And then when I'm at work, I'm I'm feeling a little um, guilty about not being as connected with spirit. And then with I'm in spirit, I feel a little guilty that I'm not doing the other thing. So it's kind of like being a working mom where there's that, yeah. that split focus. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is that even though we feel like We're not as connected to spirit in the places where it's difficult sometimes to find spirit, Mm -hmm. like in a nine to five job, that spirit is always with us no matter what. So incorporating that energy of spirit into my daily work and realizing that those moments when I'm not don't feel as focused on mediumship or on spirit where I'm doing my other work. I have found that it flows better for me now that there isn't so much of a disjointed thing. And that like you too, I've like in the mornings, I got to do my yoga. I got to do my meditation. I got to go for my walks. I got to do my own stuff in order to stay balanced.
1: Absolutely. And I feel the exact same way. And I have my morning routine and I love sticking with that. And you know, those are the things that how you start your day. And I know we've talked about that. I feel like that's what carries you through. And I think the other interesting thing for me is, you know, being a psychic and a medium and working with angels and those modalities and Reiki, and I do all this work with people. It was really important for me to take a step back and go, "Hey, wait a minute, I'm doing this and I'm showing them all these ways, right? Mm-hmm. but I need to now walk that walk and I yeah. need to make sure that I'm bringing that into my life as well. And so that was a really interesting, um, I call that the epiphany moment. Sometimes when Archangel Uriel comes in and he's like, Hey, you know, you're telling people and showing people how they can make these you know, great transformations in their life. What about you? Yeah. Right. But, you know, you get so excited because, you know, you get these, you know, the emails come in and people are booking and it's like, yes, of course I can teach you. And yeah, but where, where is that? So I'm really excited and I'm really kind of happy to talk about that today because I really feel like a lot of the people I've been working with and talking to are feeling that right now, a little bit of that overwhelm and so much going on and my Biggest thing that I've learned in these last couple months for me was if you don't take that time for you, then you're not going to be able to help anybody else. Right. So if there's people listening that have children and husbands or pets or family, no matter what it is, right. And they're always going to you or they need you or you know, you're always there for them. You really need to put some of that back. Right. You need to put some back to you because I always call it, um, you know, when you're on the plane. And if they say in, in the event of an emergency, the oxygen mask, it's the same thing. You have to put your oxygen mask on first before right. you help someone else. So, yeah. Absolutely. So busy moms,
2: busy people without kids like me, I get you. Um, people that are very driven. If you're not, I kind of think of self-care as in a cup. So if you don't have things going in your self cup every day of some kind, you're operating from an empty cup every day. Every day. Yep.
1: Yes. And it's amazing how quickly things can change when you even have that mindset as soon as you say, right. And we talk about that a lot too, like just that shifting that mindset. And as soon as I made that shift and as soon as I said, oh gosh, okay, I want to do, I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing, that helped me refocus. And I'm telling you, things started to line up, right? The the people I needed to help get me to where they just showed up, they were there. And, you know, and that's a big message I want. If you put that out and you, you know, you say to the universe what you want, uh, I was really happy to see that all these things started to line up for me. And, And I had this direction of where I needed to go. And I think for a long time, I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't quite sure how to get there. So, yeah. It was big, huge clarity moments for me.
2: And you know what? I think that there's this sort of, we don't always know how we're going to get there. We know what it, we want it to look like at the end goal, but it's taking each step as it comes and allowing spirit to move you in that direction and just taking it a step at a time. Because if you're driving your car at night, you've got your headlights on, You can only see as far as the headlights shine in front of you. So if you're looking above your headlights, that's just going to create anxiety, Exactly. (laughs) right? So only look as far as your headlights can show and take each step at a time. And if you can do that, I think that's going to help create more space for you. It's going to be more relaxing and more peaceful. We don't have to know all the pieces of the puzzle. We just need to know the one that fits in that place at the moment
1: yes yeah that's very very good advice Um, because when you try to put all those pieces (laughs) you have them all on the table and you have to try to solve it all at once I know firsthand I've been there and then you don't know which direction you're going and for me that was the hamster wheel because it was like I don't know I'm going to work on this no I'm going to work on that and you're called in different directions and you end up You know, at the end of the day, going, hmm, I got one percent done on this, I got one percent done on that. Where if you focus on something and get it done, you just have that real sense of achievement as well. And I think that was really big for me too. Working on something, focusing on something. So I love how you your analogy, you know, only go as far as you can see. And I was always trying to plan, like, okay, where am I gonna be like a year from now? I just where are you gonna be today? Don't worry about today. They call it the present, right? and they call that's it that right. for a reason right that's it is right. a gift we're here but what i find is we're all um, either in the pitiful past or the fearful future right a lot of us and so you know me included like that's and and i was my big takeaway
2: you know exactly and one of the things you said that the talking about looking ahead at the future or slipping back into the past and if you are in the future too much, you're going to be in anxiety. And if you're looking in the past too much, you're going to be in depression. Anxiety lives in the future. Depression lives in the past. And if you're in the present, there's balance. Absolutely. Absolutely. And those were tough lessons that I had to learn. And I think they're tough lessons for all of us because we're all human beings trying to manage all of the stuff. Yes. One of the questions I get asked a lot are from working moms who tell me, how can I teach my kids about Mm self-care? And I tell them the best way that you can teach them is to role model Mm -hmm. for yourself. Do things together with them that teach them what self-care is. Go on walks with them, do game night, do things that are fun. Maybe make it a family affair and choose something different every week that you would not normally do. Yes. That would be something for timeout
1: or self-care. Absolutely. You know, and my husband and I, even though we don't have kids here um, anymore, my kids are all grown up and none of them we're empty nesters. Um, but, you know, we do that even without children here. So anybody listening that even in relationships, you know, we pick a day and that's our date day and i yeah. and you know i had come to that realization that i'm not a doctor i'm not a nurse i'm not i'm not actually saving lives yes i help people but i need to save me too and so we do that we pick a day and we go out and we plan something fun every single week every single week and you know it just brings that connection back because boy can you just become you know, two people in a place that, you know, they're at the house and this has to get fixed or that has to get done or, you know, every day, those little niggly things. And, and it's when, sure do, you
2: guys, do you guys do any surprises, surprise dates for each other?
1: You pick yes. one, one. You do? Yeah, not all the time, but he's really good at doing that. And he'll always pick these really fun things to do. Um A lot of times we don't know where we're going or sometimes they've been blindfolded on so you can't see which direction we're going. And it's like so fun and exciting. So he's really good at doing that. I think that's something that um, I'll have to start picking up on and doing more, but so fun. And you know, you recharge. And as many times as I have thought to myself, my goodness, I've got all these things to do on my desk. I tell you, you come back, you put it away for a day and you just seem to be able to Come back with that clear mind and away you go. And I'm way further ahead than if I had sat here and tried to do it. So I really think self-care is top, just top. I've just made it my most important thing these days.
2: When we come back from our break, I'm going to ask you some questions about what you've been doing since you've had the clarity. We'll take a break and we'll be right back.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change.
2: Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You are listening to There is an Angel for That with Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson. Now back to the show. Welcome
2: back. We're talking with Yvonne and today we're talking about self-care And for now, we have been, um, we were just talking about taking that break from things and setting it aside and then coming back for those moments of clarity. So, what happened to you recently where you did just that? And then, what was the outcome?
1: Right. So, a lot about what we were talking about, just um, working, 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 just trying to find, um, always wanting to be there and helping people and do things. And what I was just finding it was like the same, it was like, you know, Groundhog Day, like, you know, your days go, this is the same kind of thing that was happening. And I just knew there had to be this shift, this change. And, you know, when I talked to my husband about it, cause he's busy, he has his own little business as well, but we both decided, you know, just even physical, fresh air, getting out, doing things, no matter what we were doing. Um, but we just knew that that was super important for us and we would go out and he would do surprise things like really fun stuff i love baby goats <laughs> i don't know. i think they're the cutest little things and you know for me leaving here going out and doing something like being around pets and animals um i just find they raise my vibration so no matter what i have going on you get around that i always feel like animals when they're here they don't you know, they don't come with the same egos that we do and you just be around them. And all they know is if you're good to them, they love you. Like those animals want to be around you. Right. And so it was just so much fun. And so we do stuff like that. We go out and we go do things that I find are high vibe and things that just take your mind off of everything that you have. And what I found, Caroline, was when you let go of all that stuff in your mind, the coulda, shouldas, what is, what do I got? What's for dinner? Who's this? Who cleaned this? Who's, what's that? Let it all go. And it just empties out. And then I was able to come back here and sit down. And now with all that stuff <laughs> gone out of my mind, you know, all these worries, you can actually sit down and go, hey, and connect and do your meditation and say, spirit, what direction do I need to be going? And, you know, the messages that came in, We're crystal clear, right? You need to change a direction. And the other thing that I want to say to the listeners as well is for me, it's always watching the synchronicities or the signs and symbols of things going on around you. And I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but this is something where I was speaking with a person in person and she talked to me about reverse aging. And I thought, wow, now that's an interesting concept. I had forgotten about it. And then in my Facebook group, Angels and Intuition, I have um, one of the days, I think it's Fridays, I say to people, you're free to post your websites, anything you have going on. Well, wouldn't you know what this person brought up? Hey, I do reverse aging. So I kind of thought, okay, the universe is trying to tell me something. What kind of interesting self care tip is in there. So a lot of times I find for me about making change or doing things, watch what the universe sends you as well, or watch what whoever you believe in, if it's God or source or watch the signs and symbols that come in, watch the things that get put in front of you because they're so easy to miss, right? We get busy and they're just so easy to miss. And that's what I started doing. just watching what was going on, watching the signs. what are the billboards saying to you? what are, And so many new things were coming in for me of what I needed to do. And I gained a lot of clarity by pausing and doing it. And it was really about practice which preach. This is what I tell people to do, and yet I wasn't I wasn't doing it.
2: I think it's amazing um, the signs and symbols that we get. That do lead us. And there, it seems like it's the smallest ones yes. that have the biggest impact. And it's very subtle and can be very like fleeting, really quick, very yep. subtle. You just know. But one thing that I have recognized is that the messages and the signs and symbols will continue to repeat mm-hmm. if it's something that you're really meant to do. It's not like you're going to miss it. It's going to keep up come keep coming up for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It'll-
1: Yes. And I know from working with um, a lot of people lately, numbers, right? The angel numbers. And I get a lot of questions on that. Hey, I'm seeing this. So I started in my group on Thursdays, a numerology Thursday day where I post my interpretation. I have to say that because everybody, you know, but I post what I believe that number means. And it's so interesting how when I say, tell me what number you're seeing and every single person in the group will be like one, 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 or, you know, the next week it'll be four, four. And I'm like, and they post the same numbers that I don't even know if they look to see, but it's amazing how many times people have certain numbers coming up or these synchronicities and they're like, what's happening? What's going on for me? And so it's really interesting to watch people on journeys and go, oh, that's what this is meaning for me. So, and I do that too. I've been seeing so many numbers. And so I had to pause and instead of saying, oh, thank you, angels. And it's so cool to see it. I had to really delve in. What what What's the message in there, right? And yeah. really pay attention. And you've talked about this a lot, you know, really sitting with yourself, right? And mm-hmm. just sitting in there and, you know, you and I talk about it here all the time. But, you know, you get those moments of, you know, have I been doing that? And I always hear your voice come in going, you know, you really need to, to sit, and I thought, yep, yeah, you're right. And, and you know, when you do that, I just found so many things kept coming in for me. And so, yeah, lots of new changes coming.
2: And sometimes it's, sometimes just sitting is just about just sitting. Yes. <laughs> and not getting any messages and not having any contact, but it is about the quiet. It's about right. allowing your mind Heart and spirit to be quiet and centered for just short periods of time, even. Doesn't have to be lengthy two hours. I'm gonna sit yes. in silence and silence in lotus position. Yes. It's just about having a few minutes every day where you can quiet your mind.
1: Yes. And that's something that I had learned a long time when we first met. And I love that because that's what I go back to all the time, right? When the mind doesn't stop, you got too many things going on. Yes, that's exactly where clarity was coming in because you stop. Stop Mm -hmm. thinking for a minute, just stop. And and it's amazing how, yeah, putting it all into practice. But like a lot of people, you get busy.
2: Yes. Yep. And you have to remind yourself. Um, And also, I feel like, when you do get busy and you somehow you get off the self-care wagon or train, mm-hmm. that there are things that happen that you will recognize, oh, yeah, I'm not doing my self-care. I'm not sitting in quiet. That's why I'm feeling this way.
1: Exactly. Absolutely. So,
2: yeah. So when you don't do the things that, you know, work for you, you absolutely do feel it or you experience it in some certain way and it reminds you, oh, Yeah that's why
1: that's why <laughs> right yeah yes yes and also i was um gently nudged because um i know we talked about this before I was co-authoring in a book but the book is always it's called like learning and healing through your pain and so you're talking about these things and you know pain isn't always physical pain Pain is, is, oh, the word is like such a, you know, it can mean so many different things. Yes, it can mean mm-hmm. physical pain, but it could also mean, you know, just how you handle things and how you do things. And, you know, do you feel that pain of, oh my gosh, I got so many things. And so writing and putting my thoughts on paper about my life and my journey was another reminder to me of, okay, this is where you started. This is where you are. All the things that you did. And it was one of those, again, I think it was a sign from the universe putting that in front of me, right about what you're doing. But again, Yvonne, go back and do everything that you're doing. So, yep. Yep. Absolutely.
2: Thanks. So many things. I think it's interesting when you ask people what they do for self-care and they pause for a second and they go, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that means. What does self-care mean?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So what are some of the things that you would consider to be self-care?
1: Well, you know, that's really interesting because if you would have asked me that question a while ago, um, even when I was probably in my HR days, I would have said, oh, self-care, like go to the spa, have a day to yourself and do things, you know, those kind of fun things, which I'm not going to say that those aren't self-care. I mean, yeah, you can still pamper yourself and all. Um, But the biggest thing I had to learn for me, Carolyn, was going back to loving myself and just, and it's, oh, it's so interesting to think of, um, you know, you could look in the mirror and go, mm, you know, I don't like this or I don't like that. Or And I learned uh, by spending a lot of time reading books and uh, Louise Hay was a big part of me. Yeah. Uh, to me, self-care goes right down to you have to love yourself and I know so many people who we all have that. Oh, but there's this, I don't like this. Hey, okay, so what don't you like? And then let's talk about it. Like what, what, what can we do to help change that? Right. But I learned as soon as I started accepting me, whether it's the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever's there, because you are who you are, but you got to start there. And for me, that's where my self-care came and my self-love. And you have to start, you have to start here. And. When I started realizing that maybe I'm not such a bad person or these things that people said about me or, you know what I mean? Uh, And when I started realizing I am a nice person and I do love myself and mirror work and trying that and telling yourself you love yourself in the mirror, that can be a really hard thing to do. And uh, that was where it started for me. And once I started to be able to really comfortable with it now and I can do all that, it changed how I felt about so many things. And, you know, and that changed my eating habits. It changed my sleeping patterns. It changed, you know, some people say, um, you know, weight just kind of disappeared and I just started to look better and feel better. And so for me, I think it goes right down to the root, right down to you and really just really loving and, and, and love yourself. You know, we're all God in a body. And it was a hard thing for me to learn because I heard so many negative things. And like when I worked in HR or my past, people love to tell you what they don't like about you and you believe it,
2: right? And a lot of that stuff comes from even earlier than that in a person's life. And a lot of people will tell me that they can't get to that place yet, and I'm like, well, start somewhere more neutral. Like, I'm okay.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm a good person. Yes, and but I remember um, my own journey with finding that place where I could say, I love myself. Yeah, and I one, I think it is Louise Hayes quote, I love and accept myself exactly as I am, mm-hmm. and it's also very much a Carl Rogers psychology philosophy in there as well because yes. if you can accept love and accept yourself exactly as you are today right now this very second mm-hmm. you can love and accept yourself going forward yes. so i remember my days of going to the park walking around the park every day asking the angels to help me and saying i love and accept myself exactly as i am yes i kid you not my entire walk around the park yes yes For so many days, I'm a little embarrassed to say how many days it took, but it did take that long. Yes. But being able to be in a place where you love and accept yourself exactly as you are Mm -hmm. is a great place to be.
1: Yes. It's a journey.
2: It is a journey. journey. It is a journey. And sometimes we have to keep remembering to say those words. I love and accept myself myself. exactly as I am.
1: Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's part of go ahead. That's part of what I do on every morning on my walk, right? Yep. Every day. Every single day.
2: We're human beings having a human experience, even though our spirit is always with spirit. So we have that duality, but we're still human beings. No matter where we come from or where we where we're headed, we're all kind of on the same journey of finding this place within ourselves we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back
0: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. You are listening to There is an Angel for That with Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson. Now back to the show. Welcome
2: back. We are talking about self-care, self-love, self-worth, all of the above, and any other spiritual things that might come up during this session.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think it's such an important topic. And like I said, I know we have talked about it, but um, I find, Carol Ann, that um, whatever I have going on, I seem to attract Um, those type of people that have the same things going on in their lives. And I don't know if that's something that um, you notice as well, but especially when I'm working on this piece of self-love, self-care, that's where a lot of my questions come in right now. A lot of, you know, when clients are coming in, how can my angels help me with that or how can I do that or what can I do? And so I don't know if you notice that as well, but I think that's another big synchronicity. And I love being around other like-minded people because, that are trying to do the same thing. And I often try to stay in contact with them because uh, for me, um, it's like having like safety in numbers type thing. It's like you have that person that's, Hey, Vaughn, have, what have you done today for that? And are you still doing it? You know, you have that person where you can, so I've been actually enjoying that. It's so another thing I've been doing is reaching out to more people. I used to stay more to myself and just try to do things And now I find it's great to bring those people in that just check up on you. And it's not that they're like, hey, what have you done? But it's more of, you know, how's it going for you? And and what did you do today? And here, let me tell you about what I did. And I find that really keeps me on track as well. So I don't know if you find that as well, being around whatever you have going on, you seem to, same type of people happen to be in your life that are going through kind of the same thing. It's really interesting to me that if you talk to the people around
2: you, they will say little things that verify and validate that you're equally going going through some of the same similar things. Absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And I, I have, um, we have a practice group and I have my mediumship circles and I have my counseling circles. And so I, I'm always sort of having a community around me. Mm-hmm. And I think that is an important part of an important part of self care, an important part of self love is that we have support in our lives. So many people are telling me that they feel isolated.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, I don't know if this is a post COVID thing that we're seeing still or what's happening, but I'm hearing a lot of I feel isolated, I'm alone. I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing? You know, what kinds of things do you like to do? is it time to get out of the house it is time to join an online group um and i feel like if you f- if you can concentrate on the things around you that you enjoy and go do more of those things
1: mm-hmm. that
2: you'll automatically be attracted to people who are like minded
1: yeah right i so agree yeah And I've heard that word a lot, too, to be honest with you, Um, even though I've taken a break from doing um, some readings just to focus on um, my signature program, but... Loneliness has been a big word that comes up, even when I get email questions that come in. And, you know, who's the archangel that can help me with this or that? And, and, you know, this is where I reach out and I go, well, you know, I can send them this little email back, but it's like, hey, how about we just hop on a quick call and let's just talk? And you'd be surprised, like even just a, a quick chat with somebody. I'm reaching out, branching out, meeting more people. They really enjoy just chatting. And at the end of it, you know, 20 minutes later, they feel fantastic. They're like, wow, this was really great. I really enjoyed that. What I find is it now has raised their vibration too. They're in this positive, happy place. Now they go out and what are they going to do? They're going to attract more people around them that want to interact and have fun and do things. And it's interesting to hear back from them after where they're like, you know, all I ha- I just hopped on this just, just 20 minute call. And next thing you know, this happened and that happened. So I really believe in the power of our thoughts and, you know, how we do things. So sometimes I'm not a doctor. I never say I'm a doctor, but, and I certainly wouldn't say I cured them, but just even a little chat with somebody, I always believe in that saying, you know, you never know what that other person has going on and you never know even how far a smile, just smiling at people can carry into that person's day. And I've made that a habit when I do go out, I do stay home quite a bit, but when I do go out now, I actually try to look at people and smile. And it's interesting because sometimes they look at you at first, like, okay, (laughs) she's smiling, but then they smile and they smile back. And I hope that whatever the rest of their day was, they just, you know, had fun and maybe they passed that along smile at somebody else um but i really believe in that and uh i've learned to um make a lot of changes that way whereas if you would have asked me even at the start of this show i was pretty quiet i was a lot in you know i sat in here and i did um my stuff but i worked with that person and then i moved on and i've i've i feel like i'm expanding and i feel like shine the light and just go out and right? You don't have to proclaim to be anything, just go out. And I would encourage, you know, people that are listening, just smile at someone or just be kind. Because I always believe that there's something going on. Everybody has something going on. And you just don't know.
2: I agree. And one of the things that I've noticed is that it feels like, even though it may not be true, but it feels like the world is moving so fast, Mm -hmm. that taking the time to be mindful during the day to do things like really look at the person that's giving you your lunch order yes. to really say hello to the person on the phone yes. to look at people and just say, hello. Yeah. How are you today? Thank you. Yes. Right. Taking the time to do that because it's, it does feel like things are moving so fast
1: yes. and that
2: it's, there's barely time for us to connect
1: Absolutely. And I think that's really important. And, you know, I have a cute little story to share, um, something that happened to me just recently, and how it impacted me. I had to do a little photo, not had to, nobody has to do it. But um, I did a photo shoot because I wanted to do some rebranding for my stuff. I am a person who does not like to be behind a camera. Okay, you won't find a lot of pictures of me. I'm just not that person but I wanted to do it. I knew I had to do it. And I said, I'm going to go do it. And, you know, I said a quick little prayer to my angels ahead of that, that morning, that day. And I was like, please help me with this. Please put people in front of me. And my, my photographer was amazing. She's a soul sister, just beautiful energy. But I just was like, please just help me, give me that smile, help, you know, so I'm not standing there doing weird faces. And here's, the, here's a really cute story. So I went and I went to my hairdresser and I had her do my hair because I can't do my hair like she does. And I thought, let's look, try to look really pretty that day. And I had to go pick up some flowers for the shoot. And I was standing in line in the grocery store. And this elderly woman had walked up to me. I swear to God, Caroline, she was... I'm going to say close to 80 years old. She was a beautiful, kind little soul. She tapped me on the back of my shoulder. I didn't see her till she was behind me. And she tapped me on the back of my shoulder. And I turned around and she said, dearie, I just had to stand behind you in line. I love the color of your hair because I have all sorts of blues and purples. And all of you've seen a picture of me. I have colors in my hair. And the way my hairdresser had curled it, it looked so beautiful. She said, I was so attracted, I had to come stand behind you. And I could feel her energy coming into me, all the nervousness I was feeling of the day. And I could just feel that beautiful sense. And when I had turned around, she says, oh, you have flowers. And she says, oh, my goodness, is it graduation day for you? Because, of course, it's graduation time. (laughs) Well, Carolyn, I had to really smile because, you know, it's my birthday next week. I'm, I'm older than 50 years old. Okay, no graduations happening here. But boy, did she put a smile on my face. And she was so sincere when she said it. And she even said to her friend, look, this young lady, she's graduating from high school today. I have to tell you, but in the spirit and intent of what we're talking about, I said a little prayer and all I asked was, please just, you know, help me, just get me through the day, help me smile and let me get through it. Her beautiful energy, her kind words, I just, you know, and it was the most amazing shoot and I got through it and the pictures I think turned out great. And I never say that about my pictures, but I actually think I liked my pictures. So going back to the self-love, I was able to look at those pictures and go, you know what? They look fantastic. And so there's just a real small example of how that person didn't know how she was going to affect my day, but she did.
2: Right. And And I think that's a lovely story and I can't wait to see your pictures. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back.
0: Join angel medium and spiritual mentor Yvonne Cote along with medium, counselor, and teacher Carolyn Dickinson as they explore the realm of spirits, angels, and archangels. This journey will have you open to new possibilities and encourage your own spiritual exploration so that you too can implement or build and strengthen your daily spiritual practices in order to achieve some form of transformation. There is an angel for that. Weekly episodes available on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to There is an Angel for That with Yvonne Cote and Carolyn Dickinson. Now back to the show.
2: Welcome back. We have been talking about self-care and self-love. And right now, we're going to be doing an impromptu reading for one of our listeners. Her name is Phoenix. So, Yvonne, would you start, please?
1: Okay. So, just give me a sec. We'll tap into Phoenix. When I, okay. So, the first thing I feel... Um, I, I, I'm, and just, I don't know this person at all. Um, if I do, I, I, I don't know this person, but, uh, uh, the first thing I feel tapping into the energy with Phoenix, um, I get something coming up with home and family. Um, I just, this is the first part of her, um, I'm being drawn to, we're doing, um, um, uh, psychic reading. And so that's tapping in and connecting. This is the first thing I feel. Um, I, I just, signs and synchronicities, okay? We've been talking about this on the show. And so I'm just going to go with what I'm getting here because I'm just getting a lot of things coming in. I feel like she's somebody who actually is seeing a lot of different things, signs and synchronicities. I think by her energy, there is something that needs to shift, something that needs to change. And I really feel, because I have angels coming in around me right now that are trying to say, we are trying to put things in front of you, Phoenix. Um, I'm not sure if you're seeing them. I feel like that maybe she's uh, got a little bit of the blinders on where things might pop up and she goes, oh, no, that was just a coincidence that that was there. I actually really think she is being guided. I do feel like she has someone from the other side, a a close family member. I do feel a connection around her. I do think um, she is trying to be guided in the right direction, but there are things that need to happen, and I just feel like she is holding back somehow or not wanting to move forward on something um but i just yeah i just feel like there's this some changes that need to happen and you know my m- what i'd love to say is we've talked about this today too take a deep breath just sit like everything you need to know is right here right we have it within us and i know that she can tap into that and get there. It's, I think there's that, I just feel like there's this resistance piece where I don't know if I want to know or I know it's there, but I don't want to make that change. Or, but I just feel like there's this piece that's there, this wall. So that's kind of what I'm getting, Carolyn. Yeah.
2: And and I think that's absolutely. Accurate and absolutely true. So I know this person, so I'm not going to read for them. But so thank you for doing that. They did reach out to me and ask if we okay. would do a reading. Okay. And so I know them. So I'm not going to be doing a reading for them today. But you're yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. And accurate. And even if I didn't know her, I would say something similar.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah. 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 So what have you
2: got coming up for you, Yvonne, that we should be looking for? When is your book coming out?
1: Uh, books coming out September 16th is the new relay date. Um, they did push it back a little bit. So there's a lot going on right now. Um, I'm going to be doing some podcasts with the publishing company as well to uh, promote in there. It's a co-author book. So there's um, a bunch of us that have talked about our journeys. And like I said to you, the word pain can mean so many different things on so many different levels for people. So it's really interesting to see other people's stories in this book, how people have gone through it. So I find these kind of books are really useful um, when you get to hear uh, many in a variety of different ways of, because there's always a reader that will be able to, um, you know, there's something in there that will, they'll go, oh my gosh, this is what's happening to me. And what did you do? And so I've met so many amazing people um, in the process of doing it, but yeah, definitely coming out and I will let you know more as it's, as it's happening. Tell us again what the title is. Learning Through Pain.
2: Okay. Thank you so much. I didn't realize it was coming out that soon. That's really exciting.
1: Really exciting. Yes. Very
2: exciting. And tell tell us a little bit more about, if you're willing to share it yet, tell us a little bit more about the signature program that you're creating.
1: Yeah. So my signature program, uh, for me, it's taking, I, I work with so many different modalities, healing modalities that I love, um, you know, between Reiki's and angels and moons, moonology, I'm certified, um, numerology. And then I work with this beautiful color mirror system. And I just found that when I work with people, um, it's so, it helps them and, and it's just, I need more, I need more. And so they're like, what can I do next? So what I wanted to do was take all of these amazing things that I'm doing and create it into, you know, this is going to be a six month program where we can go through all these different facets and I can teach them how to do that instead of coming to me for readings and feeling like they have to keep coming back. I want you to be able to go do it. I want to teach you how to do it. And you go and help make changes um, in their lives, transformational changes, And the other piece that goes with it is I'm going to offer a certification piece with the angels because I've had so many people ask and I thought, you know what, I have to put that in there. So I'm going to offer my own uh, little certification course with working with the angels. And, you know, I really want to get in there with them though, really connect with the angels, not just a tutorial of it, but I really want to work with them and connect and really feel them get that connection. Because I think once they get it, you know and they feel like they're connecting and they feel really good about it, then that's something that they'll practice and do every day. So that's the change and transformation piece I want to do and help. That's very wonderful. And I'm excited to see what you're going to be doing next. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. How about you? What do you have going on? I am okay. right
2: in the middle of several projects and that I've been working on. Um, one for my counseling work. And so I've kind of taken a little break. I've been doing a lot of public works and Dems and that kind of thing. So I've been taking, I'm taking a little break until September, and then I'm going to be starting to see clients again mm-hmm. in September and they can find me at carolanddickinson.org. Awesome.
1: And how about new books for you, Carolyn? Anything
2: new? <laughs> I've been doing some writing, but I, I'm working on a book of my own, another book, and um, it's not ready to talk about yet.
1: <laughs> oh, wow, that'll be exciting to hear. I just feel like there's something in there for you. That's why I asked. So,
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yep, there is a book um, and maybe a couple of books, um, but one of them that I started and I'm just have had to have, take a minute away from, and then I'll be getting back to writing that. But thank you for asking.
1: Yes. Well, that's really exciting. And when the time is right, we'd love to hear more about that.
2: So thank you very much. That would be great. (laughs) Yay. So Yvonne, I think that we've talked about love today. We've talked about self-care, self-love. We've talked about the busyness of life and how taking time out for yourself is so, so very important and how even when we're guided by spirit, it can feel a little busy and overwhelming at times. And it's just as important, even when you are guided by spirit in your daily walk to take time out Mm -hmm. to remember why you're doing it.
1: Yes. 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 And the other big piece of that I have been doing and working on has been the gratitude piece. The more that you're grateful for and the more you're happy, um, the more that comes in. As a matter of fact, the blog I just wrote for my newsletter is all about gratitude. And I just absolutely, um, yes. And it's so easy to do. You know, you can be doing gratitude anywhere when you're walking, when you're showering, when you're driving, like you can just be thankful and just have, you know, and gratitude means so many different things. So, you know, um, but definitely another. Big thing that I have been doing a lot of. So, yes. I would
2: like to leave everybody with a thought today, and that is I love and accept myself
1: exactly as I am. Absolutely. That's absolutely beautiful. Well, so for our listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone here that's joining us. We really look forward to seeing you again right here on There is an Angel for That on Voice America, the Empowerment Channel. So, angel blessings to you all. And I hope you have an amazing week.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode of There is an Angel for That. If you enjoyed today's show, please join us next week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, we wish you a beautiful week.